Welcome to the Secret Life of Skin podcast. This podcast is dedicated to understanding and reversing the root causes of chronic skin conditions. I'm your co-host, board-certified nurse practitioner, Kristen Cunningham, together with functional medicine provider, Dr. Tara Odesky. This podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose or treat any medical condition. Always check with your personal healthcare provider before applying any of this information. Now, let's begin today's episode. our next episode of The Secret Life of Skin. I am Dr. Tara Odesky, and today we're going to be talking about demodex mites, which is a topic that luckily is being discussed more and more in dermatology offices. But when I was first diagnosed with rosacea over 20 years ago, nobody had heard of demodex mites. It was never brought up to me as a possible underlying cause. Um, there was no research whatsoever. And even when I started my healing journey two and a half years ago, trying to figure out the underlying causes, it, I was never um, told about this by a dermatologist. The research that I did on my own was basically um, through what I had read on a, a rosacea forum called irosacea.org. And this was instrumental in even letting me know that there was even this thing called demodex mites and that there was a connection to rosacea. So. In this episode, we're gonna be learning all about demodex mites and what you can do if you feel like this is part of your rosacea picture. So demodex mites are tiny microscopic mites that are found on all human skin except for newborn babies. So regardless of whether or not you have a skin condition, you absolutely have these mites on your skin because they live on skin. Now by microscopic, I mean you cannot see them with the human eye. So. Um, if you were to say, well, I, I saw something um, and I think it might have been a demodex mite, you absolutely cannot see these with the naked eye. So we're talking microscopic, meaning you could have about a hundred of these um, microscopic mites living in a single pore. And that's pretty typical. They live in um, your, your pores as well as your hair follicles. Now, people with rosacea tend to have more mites so they might have an abundance of mites and they also seem to react to those mites so when when we talk about people with rosacea being super reactive meaning they're often allergic they often have asthma they have skin outbreaks all the time they're sensitive to foods they're sensitive to chemicals they're sensitive to uh, mosquito bites this all plays a part in the rosacea picture and so they're also sensitive to a chemical that these demodex mites release when they die so demodex mites have a life cycle of two to three weeks, and every two to three weeks, most people will have this die-off, which means, you know, on, on a normal person without rosacea, as they go through these die-off phases, nobody will know because they're not reacting to these mites. But if you have an abundance of mites or you're sensitive to the chemical they release when they die, you're going to have this outbreak. Now, I used to get these outbreaks all the time when I had rosacea. And I actually didn't understand the connection because these outbreaks were happening about every three weeks. So at first I thought it was hormonal, maybe related to a menstrual cycle, but the more I tracked it, the more I realized it wasn't. But these, these outbreaks seem to happen on like a two to three week cycle. And a lot of times some of the symptoms you'll get are when you wake up in the morning, you'll have these marks, almost, um, almost like these allergic marks or bites all over your face your face starts to feel like sandpaper. The skin becomes very rough and bumpy and it almost develops the appearance of an orange peel. Um, another symptom is heading into ocular rosacea where you wake up with these very red bloodshot eyes. 
um, itchy eyes, dry eyes, floaters, feeling like you have sand in your eyes. This also means that you could have an abundance of these mites living in your eyelashes. So as, the, as your per rosacea progresses and you start going through the phases of rosacea, it becomes more and more noticeable if you are reacting to these mites. So let's just go through the phases first of all. So you have type one rosacea is basically the redness and flushing. So this is when you first notice that maybe you're out in the sun and your skin turns pink, or maybe you ate a spicy food. Again, you had that heat in your face. Um, maybe you went jogging, your skin turned red. This is really you know, type one rosacea where you're having this noticeable redness and flushing, but you haven't moved into any sort of an acne um, type two situation. So type two is gonna be where you start to develop these papules and pustules on your cheeks. And people can you know, misdiagnose this as acne. So a lot of people already have the redness and flushing. They go to the dermatologist and they say, I'm, I'm starting to get acne on my cheeks. And they're misdiagnosed with just acne when in fact it's um, acne rosacea or type two. So this is when you want to start considering the idea of demodex mites. Now, I don't believe that demodex mites actually cause rosacea. What I believe is that demodex mites play a part in your rosacea picture. So if you already have rosacea, which is progressively getting worse, and now you have this abundance of mites, and now you're reacting to these mites, you're going to have this worsening situation of type two. And if you can actually um, reduce the population of these mites on your skin, you're going to end up in a much better position. You're still going to have rosacea, absolutely, but you won't be getting those outbreaks, those um, bumps, those papules, pustules, you might even be able to reverse ocular rosacea if your ocular rosacea is related to demodex mites, which it, it not always is. Okay, so let's get back to the mites themselves. Um, in order to really understand how the treatment options work, you have to understand what happens. So these mites are active at night, so you go to sleep, they come out of your skin, they walk around on your skin, and they lay eggs on your skin, and then they go back into the pores. This is all happening while we sleep, whether it's you or the person next to you, this is just happening, in a, and again, you cannot see this with the human eye. Um, mites are just one of those things that live on you know, anything live. They live on plants and animals and humans, and they just are there. Um, so if you feel like this is a part of your rosacea picture, some of your options would be, first and foremost, to go to your dermatologist, ask them about these demodex mites, ask them about type 2 rosacea, the option that you're going to be told about from the dermatologist is um, ivermectin, and it comes in the pharmaceutical called Cilantra. And some people have a lot of luck with this. Again, this is not going to be helpful with redness or flushing or even you know treating rosacea itself. It's going to be helpful with the bumps, the pustules, those um, type two acne type symptoms. So some people do have a lot of luck with Cilantra. I never actually got to try it because when I was first doing this three years ago, um, I don't even believe cilantro was an option. And in I think when I first heard about it, the tubes were costing about $700. So I started looking for other options. As I said, I found this uh, forum called irosacea.org. Brady Barrows was really instrumental on that website of kind of guiding me to you know, attempt one of the, the treatment options that didn't involve the pharmaceutical. So sulfur is a good option for some people, tea tree oil. Um, I started learning about different things that are, are going to be um, most beneficial to actually reduce the population. So these mites are sensitive, as I said, tea tree oil, 
melaleuca, um, menthol, and sulfur are probably the most common ones to use. So I wouldn't recommend just trying things randomly. However, I did over the course of the two years um, try a sulfur cream, which was very helpful to me. And I've since been in contact with some wonderful people who create their own skincare lines that I found to be extremely helpful for some of the people that I've worked with. So um, the first is Merida Skin. Um, this was developed by a nurse practitioner and the active ingredient is tea tree oil. It's at a 1%, um, she mixes it with a very, very tiny amount of tea tree oil. Now you will find that some people with rosacea are going to be reactive to tea tree oil. So again, with rosacea, some people are sensitive to some things and not others. So it's a bit of trial and error, but it is effective in treating demodex mites. However, if you're using this product and you feel like your skin is starting to break out or it's it's you know becoming too um, your skin is becoming too sensitive, you'll want to try another option. So you know, of course, there's the ivermectin that we talked about and sulfur. So sulfur again is a third option for people. Sulfur has been found um, in different products like sulfur wash, sulfur soap, sulfur cream. You always want to test these things on your wrist because if you have a sensitivity to sulfur, it's something you'll want to watch out for. Um, a brand that I found that I like is called Skin Food Fix, and she makes a natural um, cream and a natural wash, and she uses MSM and sulfur in different um, concentrations. So that's a great option as well. And I, I do want to touch on... Um, Sulantra itself, because a lot of people have written to me and said, you know, I don't think that Demodex mites is an issue for me because I tried this and it didn't work at all. So my belief, now this is again my personal opinion, this is not based on research, but I know that Sulantra is using um, a petrochemical as, as the mix. So they're basically combining ivermectin with, um, you know, either, it's a petroleum-based product, so it's either going to be mineral oil or petroleum. And mineral oil and petroleum are basically um, the byproducts of petroleum production. And if you if you pick up any bottle of lotion or CeraVe or Cetaphil or you know anything you're buying at the store and you read the ingredients, that's going to be one of the number one ingredients is either mineral oil or petroleum. They're using this as the carrier and it basically bulks up the product. But the problem is that it's not doing anything beneficial to your skin whatsoever and actually is not even absorbed by your skin because of the um, molecular structure. So when you put this on your skin, it almost acts like a waterproof barrier. Now, the problem with people with rosacea is that your skin is one of the biggest detoxifying organs of your body. Your skin is constantly trying to um, release everything that it wants to release. So when you go ahead and put a lotion on your skin that's acting as a waterproof barrier, your skin is not able to breathe and it's certainly not able to expel what it wants to. So in my opinion, when you use a product like this on your skin, yes, it may be treating the mites, but your skin is not able to expel or purge the way it could if you're using a product that doesn't have the petroleum or the mineral oil. So after learning about this, I did switch all of my skincare to plant-based skincare um, that does not have petroleum products in it. And I noticed a huge difference in the health of my skin and also my skin's ability to actually detoxify. Because remember, your skin is one of your is the largest organ of your body and it's constantly sweating. It's constantly trying to remove these things that are not supposed to be in your skin, these toxins and bacteria and mites and anything else that may be causing a flare-up. So 
That's what I wanted to share with you about Demodex mites. Um, I do want to emphasize, however, that, you know, I know tons of people who've basically gone the route of Demodex mite treatment and they'll do that for life because if you don't address the underlying causes of the rosacea in the first place, this is not going to be a solution. This is basically a Band-Aid solution. Um, if you go ahead and change, you know, your diet to the point of figuring out what's causing your rosacea, you know, what's going on with your gut, what's going on with your liver, what's going on with your spleen, do you have heavy metal toxicity? All of these are what's contributing to the redness and the flushing. And if in fact the Demodex mites are drawn to us because we have this abundance of heat in our face or we have perhaps we're purging a chemical from our liver that the Demodex mites are attracted to, we don't know what the cause is. But if, if you can reverse all that, then the Demodex mites are not an issue whatsoever. So for me, after several months of using a topical cream, um, I was in the meantime doing all these cleanses and dietary healing to the point where I completely reversed my rosacea and I was no longer flushing. I no longer had heat in my face, anything like that. So even though at this point, I know that I still have Demodex mites on my skin, I don't react to them and I don't have any signs of you know, those marks or pustules or papules or anything like that. So hope this was informative. I will put some, um, some links for you in the notes for the session, just so that you can, you know, some helpful resources on plant-based skincare that does not have petroleum products, um, you know, tea tree oil products and products with sulfur that I found most helpful. And always ask your dermatologist before making any changes. And can't wait to talk to you guys again on the next episode. Thank you.